The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Have you ever been sold something and you just felt pressured? Or afterward you felt a little bit slimy? Or, you know, you, you wake up in the morning or even worse in the middle of the night and you go, oh, what have I done? Yes, I have. So welcome to the Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker team. And I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And really, we come together and we welcome you back and we thank you for continuing to join us because you're the one that actually makes the dialogue rich and wonderful. And we all deserve tools, techniques, and thoughts around how do we make our house the home that we really desire it to be? And how do we really, we come together and we're working on growing our wealth through real estate. And we love that we get to partner with you in doing that. So that's what we've continued to do on over 367 episodes. It's growing and we love being able to do that with you. So today, Ken, yeah, no more slimy feeling. No, we're really talking about mm. the difference between a consultant and a salesperson. Mm. Because people love to buy. Maybe you love to buy, but you don't like to be sold. Right. And so one of my questions is, are consultants more expensive than salespeople? Right. So today we're going to look at what do consultants offer versus what do your traditional sales presentation, what does that look like, right? What are the co cos and prawns? The cons <laughs> and pros of each situation. And I think we're probably going to side on that the learning we got over 30 years ago when we went in, well, 40 years ago when we went into sales is very different than what we would perceive would make a great salesperson today. Yeah, what we learned 40 years ago? Right. For sure. Because it really was what I would call a sales presentation, a sales um, pressure, sales. Well, it was called features, benefits, then close and overcome objections, right? That's, yeah. That's the sales process. It was. Well, no, that still is the sales process. Right. And <clears throat> the consultation process is much more and that's what we're going to explore today what is it what how is it different and so does it cost more well it can some consultants are highly paid and it can be a very expensive conversation and yet it's more a style of how we work in the real estate industry versus necessarily paying a high ticket for that consultation so I could sum it up in one sentence. Okay, could you? Which really then the show would be really short. But I think maybe we'll be able to unpack it if I, if I sum it up in a one sentence. Okay. okay. So a consultation is all about you, the client, the customer, getting your needs met, finding out what's valuable to you. And a sales presentation is all about the salesperson, what they offer, what the, the product is, what the process is. And it's very little, if anything, about the client. So that was like three sentences. It was. So one sentence is a sales presentation. I think if I can get this right. A sales presentation is about the product and the services, 
that the service provider provides or the product seller provides. Mm -hmm. And a consultation is about what does the person you're serving need? What are they actually looking for? And how do, how do we as the sales server, the server, actually help you move toward that dream? Mm -hmm. What you want, what you need. Yeah, exactly. So we've had some situations. Uh, I think, uh, you know, one of our clients had us in one time. Um, about 23 years ago, this particular one, I think we're thinking yeah, about, right? Yeah, it was. And Bill called us and he said, my life has changed. My life has changed. I need to sell my house. Mm -hmm. The job that I had that I thought was fantastic, I no longer have. Yeah, and we were in the middle of a, a really a change in the real estate industry. Because he was in the building industry. Yeah, and it was a period where the market mm -hmm. was poor. In other words, there, there were not very many buyers. Sellers were actually reducing their prices back in 94, 95, 96. Yeah. And builders stopped building because... Spec houses, for sure. Well, spec houses, for yeah. sure. And spec the, houses were just speculation on that someone would buy it when the time came. Yeah, and when there's too much inventory, builders don't want to build speculation properties. They want to build only when someone gives them a firm contract to buy. Right. So his industry was slowed down significantly. Right. And so we went in, and I'm sure he what he thought we were going to do was just kind of push him to get his house on the market. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get it sold. Because he said, I have to. I have no choice. Because after all, we make money when people sell, right? Right. <laughs> we do. And there's no income when they don't. Or unless they're buying yeah. or investing. Mm -hmm. And he was shocked when the session turned into a consultation and a strategy session on how could we keep him in his house. Yeah. How could we help him create a business? And we promoted it as business in our community newsletter, at, which we've been doing since, like, it's been around since 1989. So for 30 years, the Barra newsletter, which you can still get electronically online today. And it has small businesses in it, events, and it, it's pretty neat. So we put his business in there, and which he didn't have until we sat down with him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, we, he had a business. We helped him have a business, and he stayed in his house. Yeah, 23 years later, he's still, he's still in, in that his house. house. And his little girl, which is such a cool thing, mm -hmm. he was shocked at the time because we were doing flyers for him and promoting for him, and we actually yeah. had some work we were doing in the Citizen, and we paid to promote his business in that. Oh, I don't even remember that. I do because I was the one that was doing the majority of that strategy session with him, and then you helped me. We all came together. And his little girl was just six, seven years old at the time. And then like 22 years later, she ended up buying a home with Candace, our daughter, who was a little, little girl then. They were both little girls together. Mm -hmm. And actually ended up purchasing a home that we had for sale, which who knew? Yeah. So it's kind of cool that when you do the right thing in a consultation approach, it actually doesn't always work out quite like that. However, it always works out best because it works out for the person you're serving. Mm -hmm. And I know that I've gone into sales presentations knowing that they're yeah. a sales presentation. Right, like, like, a, like time a time share. share. Or, yep. yep. And yep. you go in and, you know, they kind of bribe you to go. 
right? They well, they are. offer you something. Yeah, that's a bribe. <laughs> it's an exchange. That's what a bribe is. They, they pay me for my time to go. They say, you can go for one hour and we'll present the changes to the hotel or the new systems. And we know they want to upgrade us and yeah. they're, they're attempting to sell us. Yeah. And we trade that hour of our vacation time, right, mm -hmm. for an extra dinner, a romance yeah, yeah. on the, on the uh -huh. beach or whatever, right? So what happens, though, in a no-pressure information session is that it sometimes runs two hours and or then three. you start to get angry. Oh, I do. Because they promise yeah, it an hour, they promise us no pressure and when we're on the third person who's trying to still sell us and we're three hours in, right. then it gets a little... Right. So the big difference really between a consultation and a presentation is you're likely never going to feel pressure in a consultation. You're going to feel that your questions are getting answered, that you're getting served, versus in a sales presentation, there's going to be times where the little hairs on the back of your neck may be standing up. Mm -hmm. You start perspiring and you're not quite sure what's going on. And we don't ever want that to happen to you, especially in the realm of real estate. We can't control car buying and timeshares. However, we can ensure that it doesn't happen in a real estate conversation. So if you're thinking, I want to make sure I only have consultations from now on, reach out to us and we'll have that conversation on a one-on-one, -on -one, first on the phone and then face-to-face -to, -face to make sure you are moving in the direction you want to move. So we've been talking about consultations versus sales presentations. Yes. And I have a definition for nice. consultation. So here are a few ways, well, in the, in the Cambridge Dictionary, mm -hmm. it defines a consultation as a meeting to discuss something or to get advice. Right. I love that. Well, I do too because it's about discussing something, mm -hmm. not just being talked at, right? Who wants at, to be talked, talked at, at or to? So that's the biggest way you're going to know whether you're in a consultation or a sales presentation. Hmm. Interesting. Because if you're, as they client being served or potentially going to be served doing very little talking mm -hmm. there's a good possibility pretty much an assurance that you're in a sales presentation okay so what you're saying is if the the sales rep is doing the majority of the talking then they're not actually hearing what the customer right Needs they're, or wants. Right. So they're probably doing a lot of telling mm -hmm. and maybe a lot of convincing. That kind of comes a little bit later. And okay. yet that would be representative of a sales presentation right. versus a consultation. And, and it's really, I think, a little bit of a balancing act. Like consultation, you're, you're asking, but the definition is it's a conversation. So you're asking a lot of questions of the of the client as to what their needs are and then there has to be a certain amount of well we can meet those needs and here's or how we, we do it or we can't or we can't meet those needs right yeah. and so if the sales individual is not asking questions of mm -hmm. you as the potential client mm -hmm. then it's probable that you're sitting in a sales presentation yeah and they're most likely flipping through a folder oh, yeah. 
or on a on a laptop or something, yeah. and they're going through a set presentation, right? Which is all about them and all about the company and all about right. the product, right? And sometimes, as a, a client, I know I myself have wanted to know about the company, about the person that's going to serve me, mm -hmm. even in a consultation. I want to know about that person that's going to be helping me. And so what we started doing quite a few years ago now, we in advance send a, I don't know if you want to call it a presentation, but an information package, a right fit guide, which says a little bit about who we are, what we're up to, how we've helped other clients, some client stories, and some, in, some videos, some of the inside track episodes so that are hopefully geared to that person's specific situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that we're don't believe you should get the information. It just shouldn't be in your consultation so that your time is being wasted hmm. when really the consultant should be there to have a conversation and hear what's going on for you. Right. So if, you're, if your salesperson's asking for your business right. before they really know whether you even need it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Or that you feel you've gotten enough information to make a, de a valid decision. Right. They're asking you, "Oh, do you think you want to buy this?" You think, you know, like that's when you start to feel that pressure and the yeah, yeah. The, you know, you're being sold as opposed to being consulted. Right. And if we start, if somebody starts giving you a prescription before they've actually done the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. It'd be like going into the doctor's office, and before they t you, you've told them anything, before they've asked you any questions, they start writing out the prescription for you to go get whatever medication it is. That doesn't work. No. We want to make sure there's a thorough analysis and understanding, which is really done through questions and then clarifying right. through the questions. Right. And then you know you're being sold if after you say no... Yep. Right, you you believe you've gotten the information you need, yep. and you say no, and they continue to ask for your business, to maybe even cajole, convince, offer pressure. sometimes even offer a little less pricing oh, yeah. or something, right? Because they do not want to leave without the sale. Right. So if it, if you all of a sudden know that no longer is it about you, that it's about the salesperson you can be assured it's moved from a consultation, right, to mm -hmm. a presentation. To a sales presentation. Yeah. So I remember once trying to buy a car. Yeah, this, this more than our, once. You're yeah, okay. a car buyer. I am Don't a say car buyer. Once. Okay, but this one particular time, it was our second new car we were looking for. Yeah. Uh, not that we were going to have two new cars, but the other new car had worn out. And we went in, and the salesperson said the first question, which was okay, like, what's your budget? And I said, I don't know. I haven't been in the market for a car for five years. I don't know what they cost. Show I haven't me done a, any research. Yeah, I'm just show, starting. Show me a car that I like. And where he failed was he continued to ask me about price and didn't ask me about whether I, what kind of job I had. Did I need a car that had a bit of prestige? Did... Um, did I have a large family? Did I need a van? Did I need four doors? Did I need two doors? Did I did I want something sporty? Did I, you know? Right. Do I he want didn't some... really explore what you needed, 
or he, desired or desired. desired. Yeah, because sometimes it's, you don't really yeah. need it. It's right. just desire. Right. And and then he showed me their bottom of the line car that didn't even have carpet. It had vinyl floor in the car. <laughs> okay, I know that upset you. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, he made an assumption about our purchasing power, probably based on our age, or maybe the way we were dressed, yeah. or something. Or fighting. Fighting? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might have been fighting back then. We might have been. <laughs> but, so, I made a vow after that, that I would not judge, basically judge a book by its cover. Mm. Because no matter how my clients dressed, or how they talk, or whether they're from the country or the city, mm -hmm. I want to really discover mm -hmm. what their needs and wants are. Exactly. So how does the Decker team go about doing that? Well, we have questions. Hey, we have questions. We have questions to ask, and sometimes it may get a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Because we're drawing out just... Just like in the in the last segment, we talked about the person that we helped them not sell their house. Mm -hmm. Because partway through that consultation, it became clear from their energy, they didn't want to sell it. No. So we said, if we, could, if we could not sell your house, would that make you happy? And then they lit up, right? So uh -huh. that's part of the consultation is understanding the client. Now let's, let's build something that's perfect for them. Right. And that just starts with a phone conversation and then it moves from a phone conversation into a face-to-face -face if it looks like it makes sense. How should a client or how will you as a potential client know and feel? Because it really is about feeling mm -hmm. after a consultation. Yeah. You're going to feel, I think the first thing is you're going to feel you have your questions answered. That yes. you're, you're in the know. Mm -hmm. That you know what you came into the meeting or into the conversation to get. That's number one. Right. Number two is you're going to have um, the decision or the information so you can make a wise decision, like the best decision possible. So not only do you feel equipped and you came and got what you wanted, you're now like super prepared. Mm. It's almost like, well, it's not almost, it is like when you decide to do it, this the consultant or the salesperson who's doing a consultation presentation. You just call it said presentation. Yeah. A consultation conversation, really. Okay, that's true. Because we've been <laughs> doing this whole conversation on a couple of previous episodes and the previous segments, really, around what's the difference between a sales presentation and a sales or consultation. Right, right. So let's be clear. There's a little bit of presentation in a consultation. A little, not very much. So you try but, to but, you know, do I that mean, in advance. I like to be right. You know that. I do. You so. know that too, don't you, my friend? <laughs> now, here's the difference. Yep. Is the client feels empowered with clarity to make mm. a powerful decision, yes or no, is not the salesperson telling them what the decision should be right that's a big difference thank you doesn't it feel amazing to you when everybody in the conversation because you already know is the person wanting the service that you're in charge i mean clearly the salesperson is not in charge you are no right? they're not gonna 
slip your wallet out of your back pocket and take your credit card out. Generally not. You have to be the one doing that. Right. And maybe it's not a credit card. Maybe it's signing <laughs> paperwork if it's we're yes. talking about selling a home or buying a home. Yeah, absolutely. And yet, doesn't it feel fantastic when you know that the person serving you gets it too? That it's not only you that gets it, they get it. Mm -hmm. And they're having the conversation with you in such a way that they are ensuring they know that you're the one in choice. Right. And they feel really good about their decision. Yeah. Right? Whether it's yes or no. Yeah. Because if somebody says no to me, that's okay. Oh, I'm that's, usually excited. That's their decision. And I'm good with that. Like, they're never going to feel a negative energy from me because someone says, no, I don't want to sell my house. Or even, no, I don't want to sell my house with you. Because right. it's, it's a match. It needs to work. There needs to be uh, equal expectations. In other words, as a, as a sales consultant, I'm going to find out what they want. And then I'm going to help sell their property or buy them a property. But if I believe I can't meet their needs. Or their expectations. Yeah, their expectations are too far out or their needs are too much for their budget or something, then we may have to have a conversation around adjusting expectations. Right. And if we can't come to an agreement on expectations and terms and what, what I'm going to deliver and what they need to deliver, then I'm probably going to turn them down. Right. Just it, like they could turn me down. Correct. And better to turn, turning, say no, a clear no now, really turn them down now or they turn you down now than letting them down later. Absolutely. Than either party letting someone down later. Because mm -hmm. when it doesn't feel great going into it, it usually gets worse, it's not probably better. probably not going to end great. It's probably <laughs> not going to end great. Because th there's like this little honeymoon period Often when we first enter a relationship, right? Any kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. It feels even better than maybe it's going to be. So if there's already a hesitation going in, mm -hmm. I suspect it's only going to get worse. Right. So when I, when I think of a, a perfect consultation, yeah. it, it means the client has asked all their questions. Yeah. We've even discovered things that they didn't know that they needed to ask and right. they've got the answers to those and they're empowered to say that powerful yes, but powerful no. If it's a maybe or a not yet or I'm undecided, then there's really one of three things. One is I haven't answered all their questions. Mm -hmm. Two, I haven't been clear enough with my answers mm -hmm. and three I haven't really explained my product or service well enough that they feel comfortable that I'm the solution for what they they want so if it's a maybe then I've got some more work to do because my desire is to serve you to a point where you say absolutely no I'm not selling or I'm not buying right now or absolutely or I'm not yes, vesting. I am. Right. Or yes, I am. Yeah. Powerfully. Powerful. With conviction. Conviction feels great. And through a consultation, one element that I don't think we've talked about a lot in any of the segments or any of the shows we've done on this is options. 
chances mm -hmm. are through the dialogue options that maybe you hadn't considered and often had not been considered before like when we go back to you know several clients where they thought their only option was to sell right and it might be refinance it might be rent out a room it might be all kinds of different things depending on the reason for right selling. And, and so exploring and discovering what all the options are we're really mm -hmm. option strategists Very right cool. around the whole I like the way you say that i'm an option strategist <laughs> we're making sure that we don't leave any stone unturned any right. possibility or any option off the table because then it's very wonderful that once you've heard the options and really you already have them you already know them within we're just drawing them out most of the time mm -hmm. and sometimes we're presenting an idea that you had never thought of that came out through the conversation through the dialogue mm -hmm. right yeah so what if every decision you made really came from a place of clarity and um, resulted in a better outcome how would your life progress and be different in 5 10 15 years from now if every decision you made was after a consultation sometimes it's an internal consultation sometimes it's research on the internet mm -hmm. sometimes it's getting an expert in mm -hmm. to discuss it with you Somebody that does it every day, whereas you don't do it every day. Right. There's a big difference. I believe your outcome of your, your goals and where you are, your lifestyle in five to 10 years be totally different. Yeah. So whether you're making a decision now or down the road, it's to start thinking about how do you want to be served? Do you want consultations or do you want sales presentations, right? Yes. And so we're thrilled that we really get to and have gotten to for over 30 years, meet with clients, potential clients, and move forward together. Because what we figured out is that together we really do got this, whatever this is. Moving forward with the decker team. Moving forward.